Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Welcome to This Made Me Laugh, episode 12, featuring Maya, who recommended Kevin Hart, What Now, Wyatt, who recommended Scary Movie 2, Jordan, who recommended Uno, and Newman, myself, who recommended two episodes of The Office. The Office is about a small-town paper company called Dunder Mifflin in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is a company managed by uh, the comedy genius Steve Carell, who plays the role of Michael Scott. The show is a spin-off of the British sitcom The Office, which is very similar to this. I chose The Office because of the type of humor they use in the show. In the show, they seem like they are being serious, but Michael Scott always has something completely way unexpected up his sleeve. The genre is obviously comedy, and I believe the intended audience is uh, people who work like the middle-class parents with like a good sense of humor. I say this because uh, everything they do in the show you wouldn't expect it to happen in the office. They emphasize certain uh, scenes that usually wouldn't happen and are very awkward. For example, in the episode of Diversity Day, there was a skit where uh, he gave people race cards. And it was hilarious because uh, some of them weren't races, like uh, Italian and um, a Jamaican. Uh, they stretched out a lot of the racism and stereotypes in like one of the scenes where uh, Michael was talking to the Kelly, the Indian girl, and uh, making racist comments about her working at like a 7-Eleven, she slapped him and you know it was all silent. Alright, the purpose of the show is uh, to lighten up the harsh mood of a common workplace. The medium is TV and Netflix. Uh, I chose episode Diversity Day and Sexual Harassment because to me they were the funniest episodes. They hit my certain sense of humor with the slight racist jokes and like um, the sexist jokes and everything and uh even the sexual jokes that should be offensive are hilarious uh one line the character todd packer said to jim was like what's up helper still queer and usually that wouldn't be funny but the way the show delivers it it makes it hilarious the genre is parody uh, it imitates the same show but in britain and it also uh imitates like uh, real documentaries where people have like one-on-one with a camera to talk like reality TV shows. Also, uh, on rolling joke about Toby, someone from HR, where Michael insists that he's not one of them. There was one line I found that made me cry laughing every time I watch it. Michael was talking to the camera one on one, and he said, uh, "Toby's from HR, so he technically isn't part of this family, and he's also divorced, so he probably isn't part of his family either." Uh, it's a cruel joke, but I just found it really funny. Uh, the tone of the office switches between serious to awkward. Some of the jokes offend people around them. And there's always like that awkward silence, like when Michael's making the jokes about women, saying uh, women like uh, are stupid and stuff like that, like blondes, brunettes, all of them. And uh, everyone just stared at him in awe. And also the, like the Kelly scene where she slapped him. That was really funny. Uh, the atmosphere became super awkward because of just all the jokes he says and no one finds it funny but him. Um, honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of this show. The author was definitely focusing his audience on people who enjoy dry humor, which isn't me. 
it just felt planned the whole time which i didn't like in the episode of diversity day the character michael had to sign a sheet at working when he was working proving that he learned something but he signed it as daffy duck instead of his name it was just constant dumb things like that the whole show and i just it wasn't something i enjoyed i personally liked the um both episodes i didn't really like the office as like a whole entire series but diversity day was really really funny because it was basically michael the uh like lead cast member trying to get involved in like everything he was trying to be um kind of like sensitive to like other like races and like other people on the uh, diversity day but it was obviously kind of being more like offensive and like rude and crude and then on sexual harassment i also thought it was hilarious because how like sexist michael is personally and how he's trying to keep like the surface and like office kind of like sexual but mm-hmm. like was trying to like live up to like the standards yeah so that was kind of funny uh unfortunately i haven't seen either one of these episodes which i'm an idiot but i have seen most of the office so i understand like some of the like basic jokes that the office has and the basic story structure of some of the episodes the way you're describing it, though, I mean, like, racism and sexism, I'm not really a big fan of in terms of humor and comedy, unless, like, it's done really subtly, or if it's, like, not really played off as a joke. Or if it's, like, racism from, like, a really long time ago. Or maybe racism against white people, I don't know. Mm. It's weird. Just some of the scenes I found, like, unexpected. I didn't think uh, he would make those type of jokes. He'd cross the line, like, uh, at the end where he was talking about uh it's t- like the daddy can't shower with the kids anymore <laughs> good lord <laughs> and uh he's like except for pam i'd really like that one <laughs> all, right. all right on to our next uh, my name is wyatt and i chose scary movie too um i chose the sex because it was like a hilarious throne like the typical like 90s like really really scary like horror films and around that time it was like everyone was like definitely like a scared of these movies so there's like movies like the exorcism like saw other things in it and it kind of throws like a hilarious film on it so this is a uh, parody comedy which i really do like those but um aside from that like some of these movies did scare me when i was little so it was kind of funny seeing them turned into like a hilarious twist where it wasn't as serious and then um the story starts with like a uh, group of college kids tricked into going to a uh, hell house for a school project by their professor. I mean, once they're in it, just, like, a couple of bad things start happening, like, weird, mysterious, like, incidents start happening, and they eventually have to, like, work together to, like, get out or whatever. And it turns into parodies of other horror movies by that point? Yeah, basically, it's just one huge, like, entire, like, mix-up of parody movies. Gotcha. <laughs> and then the, um, I thought it was really cool is that it has, like, three huge main actors that are, like, always in like hollywood movies mm-hmm. such as anna ferris marlon waynes and uh regina hall anna ferris and regina hall are like mainly like two of hollywood's like most like they starred in all the scary movies except for the last one so this is a series of movies it's not just the second one but the weird thing about it was that the director keenan ivory wayans also directed um like the first one and the third one but this first scary movie was the highest grossing movie ever directed by an African-American at that time. And it just included well-known actors and other people such as like Anna Ferris. She has started in like numerous like comedy movies such as like Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Dictator, 22 Jump Street, etc. And then Regina Hall who surprisingly does like mainly romantic movies but 
Scary Movie 2 was much funnier than The Office, but it still didn't, like, have me off my seat. It had conventions of a parody, which was making fun of The Exorcist. That was funny to me because I watch a lot of Exorcist movies, and to see how they set it up was fun to watch. In Exorcist movies, the person who is possessed is very sexual, and the priest usually knows it's the devil, so he's focused on trying to take him out. But in Scary Movie 2, he actually goes and has sex with her, which made me laugh. (laughs) Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the scary movie series. Like scary movies in general, yes, but like, the only one I really found funny was three. Two, I just thought, like some of the sexual scenes mm-hmm. were like kind of disgusting and not funny. I think three was like the most funniest, but I love two. It's yeah, just like the way that all the scary movies are in there. Like the scene in the, in the freezer where he's dying or whatever, and she oh, has to do something yeah. to no, keep I him mean- alive. <laughs> I really like when um they were like walking and like he was like oh you look like her and then he, and then he was like except like your hair and your face and everything. <laughs> that was I like he basically described someone else yeah see scary movie two a long time ago either that or like I am familiar with some of the yeah I apologize I haven't really seen any of the texts no you're fine mm-hmm. I think the funniest but part like I did I am familiar with some of the horror movies it parodied and you know those are pretty out there. I think the funniest part was when it was like Anna Ferris like running down the hall like screaming for help and there was like Regina Hall. She's like, Damn it, bitch, please die. <laughs> oh, the skeleton when the skeleton really was chasing her? That was really that funny. was the okay. funniest scene. Kevin Hart was not what now was something I wanted you guys to watch because the meaning behind why I watch it is memorable for me. I convinced myself that Kevin Hart was not funny without even watching any of his wow. performances. My friends were really annoyed of that. So like they literally made me sit down and watch what now and because they literally obsessed with him so um so as soon as i started watching i couldn't stop laughing and if something had me dying that much i wanted other people to experience the same thing what now was about a mix of situations and stories kevin hart has been through involving his wife his kids his father and his friends that people can relate to in their life for example the struggle of getting a girl's starbucks order because of how complicated her (laughs) drink is it's not only things guys go through but also girls laugh because they're the ones doing it the tone in all of his shows switches up a lot from when he goes to starbucks it's awkwardness to when he was talking taking the garbage out at night in the dark it was very scary and you feel it but they all had the same result in mood for the audience which is laughter what's interesting is that he started off as not being funny early in his career the problem was He was trying to be like other comedians, and it wasn't someone that he was. Once he began began using real-life experiences and his own unique techniques, he strived, which is very unconventional, knowing other comedians do parodies and other slapstick humor. Uh, I love Kevin Hart. I love all his movies. I love all his stand-up comedy. He's just a great guy overall. Uh, I think my favorite scene was when uh, he was talking about the raccoon, how... uh, Oh, the driveway, yeah. yeah. He was outside, raccoon shot his fingers at me, <laughs> grabbed his dick and disappeared in the dark. I think that was, yeah. that just killed him like that. And he kept bringing that joke up over and over again and mm-hmm. just kept adding to it. I also noticed that he uses his hands and like body a lot in facial expressions when he's uh, doing his stand-up skits. And he does it well. Uh, his audience is honestly anyone who just finds... Uh, has a good sense of humor regardless what age even though not all of it is appropriate for all ages but i still think it's hilarious rewind a bit did you say a a raccoon stole his penis or something (laughs) it's a 
Never mind, carry on. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought, like, the subtle, like, racist jokes and, like, sexist jokes were, like, hilarious. I didn't really like Kevin Hart before this. I thought he was kind of, like, cringy. Really? But, yeah, I absolutely hated him. I love him. But I thought, like, his, like... Which one was it? I thought he was, um... Oh, how was your day? <laughs> oh, he, um... I thought it was funny. He was talking about, like, how, um... He, like, walked in. He got, like, his son's, like, room painted. Like, Batman and, like, Gotham City. <laughs> and he was, like... In another part, his, like, kid gave him, like, a really shitty present. And he, um, <laughs> was like, I should have just let, like, Batman rape you. <laughs> I was dying laughing at that point. <laughs> For his birthday, the next birthday, he got his, uh... <laughs> yeah, the handprints. A bunch of handprints. <laughs> I am familiar with Kevin Hart, but, like... I'm try- what what was the movie Kevin Hart was in? I think I've seen a Kevin Hart. What movie. Ride Along? I don't think I've seen that. Think like a man, maybe. Like maybe I, I think I think I've seen a, maybe a scene or two, but I think I've seen him do like a stand-up comedy act, mm-hmm. like a random YouTube video or something. He is he is pretty funny. I will give him that. Yeah. Okay, right. Oh wow, yeah, it is my turn. So I recommended Uno the movie. You you called it Uno for some reason. Uh, <laughs> it was made by. Um, Achievement Hunter down in uh, te- Texas. They are part of Rooster Teeth and a Texas-based production company. They make a lot of different content, like YouTube videos and whatnot. Because I'm a big fan. I'm a big nerd of them. <laughs> but um, they do Let's Play content as well, like most YouTubers. And uh, this one, they decided to play Uno for Xbox One. At this point, they already made an Uno Let's Play, which was like a- an hour long. This one, however, was... T- this one, however, was... T- Two hours and 44 minutes long. So, basically because they had a rule on called 7 or 0, which basically anytime someone played a 0, they would all switch hands, and anytime someone played a 7, they would swap hands with someone they chose. So, I mean, it was so long that one hour and 24 minutes through the video, they, one of them actually got up and left because he had to, like, go home and, like, look after his kids, so someone else, like, swapped in and took his place. That, that was really funny. So many just great moments. And it apparently won IMDb's number one rated comedy of uh, 2016. Uno the movie was much different than the others. You're judging, I judged it coming in, but it ended up being the funniest one out of everyone's. The medium is not like the others. It was us watching people play Uno on an app. The reason I laughed was because of how re- relatable it was. Um, a player would put down a skip next skip the next person's turn card, and the reaction of the one who was affected by it would swear, and it's something we would all do when playing Uno. Another reaction was when a player would put down a card and change the color, and the other player who wouldn't have that color would obviously be mad, just like all of us who would be playing. The swearing definitely made it much funnier. It was very unconventional because usually comedies have a story line this was just watching people play a game i believe the purpose wasn't even to make us laugh i think it was aimed towards gamers and it made us laugh more than the other shows that was supposed to all right they make content like this all the time like i was just reminded one of my favorite lines oh i traded out my ocean for a bigger ocean because <laughs> she's got like a bunch of blue cards oh god um uno when i thought when i uh, saw that i had to watch that I thought it wasn't going to be funny, like, it's a card game, you know, you wouldn't expect it to be funny, but the people who make, who play these type of games are just hilarious. My favorite part was when, like, let's say he didn't have the same color card that was on, and he kept having to pull cards after card, and he'd be, fuck, shit, fuck, shit, <laughs> god damn it, fuck. Exactly. And, like, th- honestly, that, ma- that movie made me laugh a lot more than I thought I would. I still think Kevin Hart was my favorite one, though, but that one was definitely a close second. 
Yeah, I thought it was, um, well, I judged it like you when coming in. I saw that was like almost three hours. I was like, oh, God. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, and then I saw, like, I kept watching it. It was like hilarious, and I was dying laughing at it. Um, I mean, the median's like really, really different from the other ones. Like, for instance, like Scary Movie 2 is like a film. It's If it's on TV shows, like channels, it's usually censored. Like, just like Kevin Hart's sometimes like The Office, but since this is on YouTube, it wasn't censored at all, so it was hilarious. Yeah. Best three hours of my life. <laughs> that was hilarious. Every time, like, there's, like, that one guy in, like, the group, like, that one asshole who just had, like, the most amount of cards. Like, yeah. you just, like, you sweep or, like, draw or anything uh, like that, and uh, you get his, like, massive amount of cards, and you're like, fuck, why are you drawing with 16 cards? Because none of them are red, you prick. <laughs> I, I thought the intended, intended audience would just be gamers. Like you said, but honestly, anyone can watch it and enjoy it yeah. as long as they know that what's going on in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. as long everyone plays that game, so it's like we all understand like yeah. when we get mad and all the reactions. I would, I would react the same exact way. Yeah, they have, they have a huge fan base. So this is all the shows that made us laugh. Thank you for tuning into. This made me laugh.